Welcome back everyone to the Six Pennies Podcast. We have a treat for you guys. It is um, rainy outside, but we're inside. We're having a couple drinks. I am with the owner-operator of Tasty Tales, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome, awesome. So this is part three of our entrepreneur series. Um, We had Johnny No, the owner-operator of his photography business, as the first episode. And then the second episode, we had uh, one of my good friends, Kevin Draw. Used to play basketball with him. Now he's way too busy. I don't even see him anymore. Um, but owner-operator of Snow Tea in Plano, Texas. And now today we have Michelle. Um, so Tasty Tales, it's in Richardson, Texas. Let's do a quick plug. Where is it located? The store hours, any specials, things like that. We're located at the corner of 75 and Beltline and the same shopping center of Alamo Draft House. Uh, we are open Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Friday and Saturday, 11 p.m. to 10 p.m. and then Sunday um, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, we have daily happy hours uh, from starting from 5 to 7 and uh, we have Tasty Tuesdays which is today. Our Nola, today. Yeah, our Nola crawfish is uh, $5.99 today. Awesome yes yeah, so it's a Cajun restaurant crawfish, oysters, lobsters, catfish, all the amazing food that you can think of just come to Tasty Tales. Um, So before we dive in, let me just do a quick reading and give a shout out to our friends at Farmers Insurance, specifically Derek Shaw. It's raining outside, it is summer, so the hurricane season is just around the corner. Don't be caught unprepared. Be sure that you are insured. Um, I know my father-in-law last year got kind of screwed. So he had like hail damage on his roof, but he had a 2% insurance policy instead of 1%. So you had to pay double the deductible versus everyone else. So make sure that uh, your insurance policies are up to date. And please give Derek Shaw a call and he can speak to you about that. 214-729-6462. Again, that's 214-729-6462. All right, let's, let's dive into this. So Michelle, let's, um, Let's give the people what they want right now. How do you and I know each other, first of all? Do you remember? We met through mutual friends. Yeah. Right? Um, Johnny No. Johnny No, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, who is my neighbor and also my wedding photographer in the first um, Entrepreneur Series episode that we recorded. So shout out to Johnny. Uh, thanks for, for being such a good friend. Um, secondly, okay, so we have a lot of mutual friends. I go to Tasty Tales like all the time. I think uh, a really cool story was when my friend and Cody went, came last year and we were drinking always. I'm always drinking with Cody for some reason, but we're <laughs> drinking. And then um, you were working at the bar, Michelle. People don't know this, even though she's the owner, she works at the bar, but you gave us free shots. And then you like took the Jameson shot with us. So we're like, man, this place is awesome. We need to go back. <laughs> Um, she's like the best bartender in the world. We didn't know she was the owner and, and that's that. Okay, cool. All right. So, uh, first thing I want to talk about Michelle is, I guess this is for all the entrepreneurs or all the aspiring entrepreneurs who are thinking about going out on their own. Let's talk about a little bit about your background, where you're from, what your hobbies are and your passions and things like that. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey, South Jersey, uh, Jerry Hill area. I moved here to Dallas um, in 1998, 
So it's been a while since I've been here. So I do consider myself a Texan now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I come from a corporate background. I My last job was with Samsung. I was with them for seven years before I decided to leave the corporate world and um, venture into you know my own business. Uh, my passion is volunteering, helping others uh, wherever I can, cooking. I love to cook. Yeah. Um, and that's what brought me to you know owning my own restaurant. Yeah. yeah. No, that's uh, that's awesome. Um, we've been talking a lot more recently, and I mean this podcast is like weeks, maybe in months in the works. Um, she's very busy, so thank you for joining today. But let's. I guess briefly talk about like your volunteering and your, um, you know, your outreach for things like that. I know you just had an event for kids in Vietnam, right? Mm -hmm. That just took place. It looked I I wasn't able to go, but the photos looked like it was very successful. There were a, a huge turnout. It was a great turnout. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that and and kind of your your other side outside of uh, Tasty Tales. So I've been doing volunteering for over ten years. Um, I've always been the point of contact for a lot of my friends when they want to um, search for for volunteering hours and whatnot. So uh, they were just, you know, encouraging me to start a nonprofit organization where I can do it on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. um, so that just recently got um, accomplished, nice. and we just launched our nonprofit um, party two weeks ago and with the help of you know my co-founder Kimmy Han and and Kai To the three of us uh, we are looking to connect a lot of uh, small organizations with uh, volunteers we have a website it's called operation of humanity dot org and if you go on there we have different links where you can sign up with uh, which uh, activity that you're passionate about and then whenever we have an event that comes up mm -hmm. dealing with kids or animals or elders oh, wow. um, then we can reach out to you oh so it's it's encompassing all populations it's not just children correct and, okay that's awesome yes that's and amazing. yeah we're, we try to have a broad um, scale of, 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 of different activities so that everyone um, can join mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you are an owner of a restaurant. How do you find the time to, I guess, juggle that plus being married, plus having a, you know, social life with friends? Um, how do you do it? What? How do you manage your time? I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I just believe there. Um, there's a balance for everything. So I try to, obviously, you know, do take care of my priorities first, which is like family, mm -hmm. um, my business, and then. You know, friends are very is very important to me, um, and then in between, do whatever I can. So earlier I said that Tasty Tales is you know um, Cajun food. How did you get into Cajun food? Like how did you get into shrimp and oysters and lobsters and all that kind of stuff? So I was introduced uh, to all this from my cousins who are originally from New Orleans. Um, when I was young, you know, we would do our family trip from New Jersey over to Texas mm -hmm. and then make our way down to um, New Orleans. And so I spent a lot of time in New Orleans and just love the culture, um, embrace it and, you know, just learn all the, the, the different spices and, and ways to cook Cajun food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, 
I personally love New Orleans just because, A, when you get off the plane, you know that everyone's there to have fun, but it's not, like, rowdy fun. It's not like Vegas. So I, pe- Yeah, I prefer New Orleans yeah, over New Orleans Vegas is, any day. Yeah, I agree. And then, I mean, if you want to gamble, you can go gamble. But the food is amazing. The people are nice. And it's just, like, so much history there compared to Vegas. So I agree with you. I prefer NOLA for sure. Um, so how long have you owned Tasty Tales now? Uh, three years. Three years. What did you do before Tasty Tales? So I'm pro- I was a project manager at Samsung for seven years. Seven years mm-hmm. at Samsung. How was that and what made you or what led you to get into the restaurant business? Um, just putting in a lot of hours at work mm-hmm. and just not having a good life, um, you know, life and work balance and then slowly I just recognized that you know I can put the same amount of work that I'm doing um, into my own business and it's for me what have you learned so far or what's the biggest lesson learned in the in these three years it's very stressful yeah yeah I'm not gonna lie it's very stressful um, but at the end of the day as long as uh, the result is is good and and, and I can see that every yeah, you know, every everybody's happy, um, satisfied when they walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Then that just makes my day better. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point because you want to be happy and you want to do what you're passionate about. So I, I do want to give props to you because you are our first female entrepreneur that we've had. Um, so I'm always looking to try to connect people together, connect um, whether they're entrepreneurs or just people working. You know, like. Just connect people together and get people to do whatever they're passionate about. Um, I think that's one of my callings, to be honest, and I think this podcast allows me to do that. So I have one question, or a couple questions for you related to that is, um, if you were to speak to, you know, a group of females who, A, are either worried or just reluctant to do something out on their own, or B, they're thinking about it, but they're just... They just need that extra nudge or that extra push. What would you tell them or what advice would you give them to just do it? Just go for it. Um, for, for me personally, it took a lot of uh, thinking on, you know, should I or should I not do it? Can I or can I not do it? Um, it? It just comes down to just taking that risk. If you take that first initial step, um, everything will fall into its place and just believe in yourself. And if you're, again, if you're passionate about what you do, I truly believe that you will succeed. No, that's that's great advice. So we are sitting in the Tasty Tales office right now. I feel like I'm in like the mission control room. <laughs> There's like camera cameras everywhere. There's also like I feel like secret menu items that maybe <laughs> maybe coming down the line. Um, so let's talk about the actual restaurant business in terms of the menu. How do you craft something that would be a successful because you want to make money, but also keep the people happy and have the the right types of food or right types of ingredients? So I always ask for feedback from my customers um, and especially my friends when they come in. You know, I have a lot of friends that are foodies, and I, I will ask them, you know, what do they think about? you know, their dinner or their, their lunch, mm-hmm. um, what are items that they would like to see on our menu. And then from there, you know, I take notes and then, and then I start experimenting in the kitchen. So when I'm not actually behind the bar working, then I'm in the kitchen, you know, experimenting with different recipes. 
Oh, that's awesome. So you yourself, you like to get your hands dirty and you also cook and experiment new things. Oh, I'm very hands-on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So is the menu, I guess I'm not really familiar, um, but is it seasonal? Is there, does it change often? Like how, how do you determine when, when is a good time to add something or remove something? Um, it depends on because our menu is based on seafood, so it is very seasonal. Mm -hmm. So it depends on what is available at certain times, um, also um, the price point of it as well. So keeping that in mind, then that allows me to come up with uh, new secret uh, menu items per se. So it's like our special of, of the week or the month, okay. and then we go from there. If it's if it it's a good um, turnout then we add it to our menu so next time you have a you know testing taste testing just let me know I'll come <laughs> over anytime um, so one thing I really like about tasty tales is the food is good obviously it's to me when you go to a restaurant you expect consistency so I don't like it when a restaurant's amazing one day and then the next time you visit it's just not the same so I like consistency and I feel like tasty tales hits that but really what sets your restaurant apart, Michelle, is uh, the service. So people are a lot more nice, people are a lot more respectful. So how did you build something? Maybe it's from your Samsung project management experience or background, but how did you build something where everyone is just like very tight in what they do and very structured, but also at the same time, they're nice and friendly? I think you used the the key word is structured. I like everything to be very structured. Um, there's, believe it or not, I use a organizational chart for Tasty Tales, like how I would back in the corporate world. Nice. Um, I do run my business very similar to how, you know, I would, I ran my team back uh, in the corporate world. Um, so everyone knows their R and R. Um, they know what they're supposed to do, what's expected of them. And then as long as they do that, then the having fun part follows. Um, I'm very big on, you know, work hard and play hard, yeah. you know. And so my staff, you know, it rubs off. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, if, for those who, who listened to episode two with Kevin Draw, I think he mentioned that the biggest hurdle or the biggest challenge for him being an owner of Snow Tea was the staff. Um, whether it's keeping the staff or training the staff, just making sure the staff is responsible and always there and available. Um, that was something that, um, you know, he has a, has a problem with. Maybe it's a lot better now, summer is here, and so maybe he has a lot of students working for him, but is that something that you experience as well, or is your staff pretty good, good to go? My core staff is pretty good. Um, they love coming to work, so that says something, and then, mm -hmm. you know, we get a lot of referrals, uh, internal referrals, so you know they would, their friends would want to come in and work. And you know, a lot of times they're like, oh, so-and-so love working here. So that always makes me feel good. So it's been three years now since you've owned Tasty Tales. What keeps you going? What, what keeps you waking up and working these long hours every day? Happy customers yeah. and happy employees. Those are my two, two main things that keeps me going. So when someone, let's say, I'm not a Yelp guy, but let's say someone leaves a bad review on Yelp, how do you react to that? 
I read every single one of oh, my Yelp wow. reviews. There you go, guys. <laughs> I do. I read all my Yelp reviews and all my Google reviews. Um, wow. I don't take anything lightly. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I've learned over the years to uh, take it with a grain of salt. Um, take away the good and take away the bad, negative and positive feedback, and then work on it. Um, and then I always invite, you know, the uh, the Yelper who, who left a negative review to come back and give us another chance. Oh, that's very so. nice of you. So you personally message each person who leaves a negative review so mm -hmm. they can have, give you a second chance, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is there, has there been a time where a person would come back and they still didn't like it? Um, eh, a couple. Okay. And that, you know, that's preference. So yeah. I've learned that, you know, you can't make everyone... You just gotta shrug it off. Happy, yeah. Got it. Um, so now being a restaurant owner and a, you know, a cook, a chef, you're always trying new things. Do you feel like you have kind of like this camaraderie or attachment with other chefs? Or other cooks around the world? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I've... I love asking for, you know, people's opinions and feedback, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the reason why I ask that, because I'm, I'm a big Anthony Bourdain fan, so rest in peace, mm -hmm. Bourdain. Um, we miss you, but one of his really good friends is David Chang. David Chang had a show on, or still has a show on Netflix, that is called uh, Ugly Delicious. One of those episodes um, was set in Houston and is about Cajun food, and... A lot of it was like Vietnamese crawfish and Vietnamese noodles and things like that. So um, I'm sure you saw the episode. So I just want to hear like your initial thoughts. Why did they go to Houston and not Dallas? And will they ever come to Tasty Tales? I watched it myself and, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I thought it was, it was nicely done. Um, the only difference is I feel that it was more focused on Vic Cajun um, style. Versus, you know, uh, at Tasty Tales, we we are known for our NOLA style. So NOLA style is the authentic way of making crawfish back in New Orleans. So we get a lot of uh, natives from New Orleans that comes uh, specifically to Tasty Tales because we're the only one that offers that. And so at the same time, Vic Cajun is, is great with the sauce, but, you know, we still stay true to our roots and, and you know, our authentic uh, New Orleans food. Yeah, and I mean, I asked that. I intentionally asked that question because I do want to distinguish between, you know, Asian or Vietnamese style Cajun food versus New Orleans style Cajun food. And you're staying true to what made Cajun food or what's authentic and that's NOLA style. Yeah. And that's something that you do not want to waver from. That's something, no. <laughs> let's say you have 10, 15 restaurants down the line, you want to stick to the NOLA style. And that's, I, I feel like that's awesome because that's very unique. Um, so now in those three years, can you speak to, I guess, the craziest or wackiest experience that you've had? There's so many. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many, but on the top of my head, um, there's one incident that sticks out all the time. And, and I think it, it ties everything together with, you know, one, I'm being uh, a female, um, owner and then, uh, I look relatively young. Yeah. And so this uh, customer came in and you can just tell right off the bat he was having a bad day. Okay. He was sitting at the bar, nothing came out, tasted right to him. Um, none of his drinks, you know, uh, came out the way he wanted it. And then he asked to speak to um, a manager. 
So I came out and, you know, I, I spoke to him and I said, you know, I'm actually the owner. And he kind of laughed in my face a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, are you, are you sure you're the owner? Because you look very young. Wait, so you were standing behind the, the bar, bar and mm-hmm. he, he was sitting at the bar and mm-hmm. he's just laughing at you? Yeah, he was just laughing wow. and he was just like, well, one, you know, you made my drink so you're a bartender, you mm-hmm. know, and then you're telling me you're an owner and you look very young and you're a female. And I, you know, and I, I kept my cool and I just told him, yes, you know, I'm very hands-on. You know, I, I, I work at the restaurant every day. Um, so I can interact with my customers. Mm-hmm. Um, I may look young, but I'm not young. I'm turning 37. <laughs> I don't know if I should dis- disclose that, but you know, I'm turning 37 we'll this year. We'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I come from a very strong work background. Yeah. And so after talking to me and going over um, some feedbacks that he had, mm-hmm. uh, some basically left a happy customer and now he's a regular of ours. Oh wow. Yeah. Am I going to see him when I go out there today? Possibly. It's Tuesday. So he's always here Tuesday and Thursdays. I'll look out for him. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, It's always good to hear a story or an anecdote that started super negative, very um, even like stereotypical because you're an Asian female young bartender, but you're actually the owner. But it ended up being good, like he's a regular, so that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So one last question before we get into like um, some of the quick hitters, if you will. Do you have anything happening soon? Do you have, what's the end goal? So right now you have one restaurant. Is the end goal to have 10 restaurants? Is the end goal to have a, another job? Or is this the end goal? Like I just want to hear what your ultimate goal is because now you've been owner for three years. It's very successful because, especially during Lent, like when I go to Tasty Tales <laughs> on a Friday night, I can't eat here because it's like a two and a half, three hour wait. So I need to know if Michelle's there. If she's there, then I'm going to go in and try to like skip the line. Um, Just but, text me. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's very successful. Obviously, everyone in this area knows about Tasty Tales. Our listeners, um, a lot of them are from Houston and Dallas as well. So they're going to, they've heard of Tasty Tales. Um, so what's what's the ultimate goal? What do you want to do? Um, I love growth, um, and so I think growth is always good. Um, I'm always trying to push myself to the next limit, uh, and so there is possibly going to be another location opening up soon. Oh, second location. Okay. Um, it, it is in the works. So that's exciting. Yeah. How does how do you someone get in that process? You're just like, let's find a space. We're gonna open, this is Tasty Tales. Tasty Tales is your name or is it a franchise or how does that work? It's a family name. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's yours. Um, so you just find a place and just open it. Location, a... yeah, oh, location wow. is okay. key. So. so look out for the second location of Tasty Tales or even the, really third. the third one. Actually third, third one, <laughs> yeah, third one, okay. Um, all right, let's do some quick hitters. Um, this is just to keep it silly. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is Michelle V. Pepping, the owner-operator of Tasty Tales. All right, first question. Hip-hop or EDM? Hip-hop. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was hip-hop. I just wanted to be confirmed that you're going to say hip-hop. Why hip-hop and why not EDM? And why is EDM so popular right now anyways? I'm not sure. Um... <laughs> Are we just old? I, I feel like we're, we're just old part of the go, old yeah. age. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a hip-hop guy, but I will say... EDM concerts are fun if you go with the right people. Yes. All right. 
Um, you're in the restaurant business or food business. Do you prefer sweet foods or savory food? Savory. And why? I like the different um, combination of flavors coming into one. Because sweet much, is just one? Yeah, sweet is just one. I got it. I got it. So, I'm also a savory guy, so man, we're two for two so far. <laughs> okay, um, next question. If you go on vacation, mm -hmm. would you rather go to like the mountains, let's say like the Grand Canyon or Yellowstone, Yosemite, or do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to go to Miami or do you want to go to LA? What do you prefer? I'm going to have to say beach. The beach. Yes. Okay. And why the beach? It's something about just sitting in this, you know, on the beach, you know, your toes in the sand and just listening mm -hmm. to the, the waves. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, relaxing. There, there is that soothing effect mm -hmm. of the waves, that's for sure. And then last question, and please answer this correctly. Do you like NSYNC or do you like Backstreet Boys? <laughs> Backstreet Boys all the way. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. BSB is back. Um, you just gained like 500 new restaurant goers <laughs> with that answer. Cool. Do you have any last comments? questions or like aspiring words for anyone who maybe wants to own their own restaurant one day like i mentioned before just believe in yourself there's so many people out there that um tend to just be so negative about everything mm. um just be positive believe in yourself uh and then you know if anyone has any questions or anything you know feel free to reach out to me i'm always available and you know i, w I would love to help any way i can how do people reach out to you? Um, I'm always at Tasty Tales. <laughs> yeah, she's, always, she's also a businesswoman. You got to go to Tasty Tales to reach out to her. Um, go to our Facebook page. That's also a, a legit way. And we'll probably link you guys to Tasty Tales Facebook page as well as Michelle's Facebook page. Um, thank you guys. This was awesome. This is really fun. Um, again, our Facebook page is Six Pennies Podcast. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn. So if you have a Tesla, you can now listen to us. If you have time, leave us a review, give us five stars. And then if you have more time after that, go to Tasty Tales, get you guys some food. Yes, come thanks. say hi. Yeah, thanks guys. <laughs>